Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de los pintores, en donde estaremos hablando de los desafíos que pasamos como una compañía hispana en la industria de la pintura. ¿Cómo están? Uh, yo soy Juan. Y José. Y José, nosotros somos uh, los pintores. Um, y hoy tenemos una invitada especial. Uh, su nombre es Brittany González y es del área de Phoenix, Arizona. Uh -huh. uh, pues antes, para empezar, we're going to let you um, start. Uh, we want to hear a little bit about you, Brittany. Um, First of all, can you tell us your name, where you guys located, the name of your company, and just a little bit about you? Yeah. So first off, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on your guys' cool. podcast. Um, my name is Brittany Gonzalez. I'm the owner of Masterhands Painting Services. We're located in Glendale, Arizona, and we've been in business since 1995. Um, I've been the owner of Masterhands since 2021 after my dad passed away from COVID. Um, so we've been a family of painting for about three generations now. Um, we just take a lot of pride in what we do, and we've really built up a good reputation where we're at. So we're excited to be here and excited to get to network with other painters. Awesome. You know, uh, first of all, uh, we heard this, uh, you know, when we first met you and really sorry about your dad, you know. Um, <laughs> and so one of the things that really intrigued us and we wanted to have you here with us is... Um, You know, I mean, you're a very young person, you know, to jump into a position. And I know that your dad used to run the business. And what I've noticed is you're doing so many great things now to take, you know, the business to the next level. And mm -hmm. to me, that's just very admirable. So will you tell us a little bit of what you're doing and what you've been doing a little different? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I think it's a, a really cool opportunity that I have, and that's why I couldn't just pass it up. Um, it's definitely an unfamiliar zone for me as far as being in the painting industry and, and running a whole business like this. Um, but I used to work for Sherwin-Williams in the past, so I had a little bit of that background knowledge on the paint products, um, and that really gave me some confidence there. Um, and just being able to put the second generation touch on our business and update it with um, newer ideas that can make things move more efficiently um, has really been something that I'm working towards. So we're kind of working on creating different systems that make it easier for us to scale, um, trying to kind of get out of that hamster wheel and not do everything on my own. And that's really helped us as we're growing to not reach capacity in a lot of areas. Um, just hiring more painters, uh, doing more marketing, a lot more social media stuff than we we're used to in the past. So that's been a really good way for us to be relevant and get different attention from different audiences. 
Um, we're also on a TV show on ABC 15, and we've been on that for quite a while. So that's something else that I've got thrown into as well. My dad used to be on there and joke with me like, oh, I'll put you on. And I, <laughs> I never wanted to do it. So now I'm doing it just because. Um, so that's called The Home Hunter on ABC 15. And that's a really good opportunity where we get a lot of work as well. Um, so those are some of the things we've been up to, just trying to get new updated ideas as far as like social media. We now offer financing, um, just a lot more electronic automation and stuff like that to help us with our communication. Um, so those are some things that we've been implementing. Wow, you truly are just taking this to the next level. Thank you. Awesome. So will you tell us a little bit more about, I mean, you're the first person that we have here that really is doing all these social media and advertising marketing. and marketing. And, and let me tell you, I, you know, I've, I've seen all, you know, I see you all over, you know, the social media, social media and I, I just, I, I just admire it because, you know, you seem to be ahead of a, ahead of a lot of people like us, you know, um, so what is this show about or like what, what exactly is about for people who are not in your area? Yeah, the Home Hunter uh, on is it, is it, yeah. the Home Hunter 4.0 4 on ABC. Um, so the Home Hunter is the show name and then the Home Hunter 4.0 is the online marketing that I do through that oh, okay. same company. So they basically email blast the episodes or different uh, videos that I record in studio and they can mm -hmm. send those out to um, potential clients or they have it on their website as well um so the show the home hunter it's on weekly every sunday in arizona at 9 a.m on abc 15 um they've been on air for about over 40 years i think 40 years this year um so they basically interview different contractors throughout the valley of arizona and they also interview uh real estate owners or real estate salespeople. Um, new build communities, for example, will have a, a spot on the show. So it's two minute segments where we get to kind of do a, a commercial, if you will, about our business um, and just review what it is that we do if we have a special going on. Um, and typically the host and the owner of the show, they'll test out the contractors that they have on the show to see how their work is before they allow them to be on the show. Um, there's only one allowed per trade. So we've been the only painter on there for probably about 10 years now. Wow. Um, so good that's job. been a really good opportunity. And that's why I also didn't want to get off of it just because I'm shy, because then <laughs> another painter would get on there and I wouldn't be able to get back on. So I just had to wing it. Well, good. let me tell you, you carry yourself extremely really well. So, so you. now <laughs> your dad is the one that started on this uh, on this show, right? Yep. Yeah. So we, we actually have a really good connection with the host. Um, it was originally owned by the mother and then the daughter now is an owner as well. And she's the new host. So their second generation, we do painting for the mother, the daughter, their son, um, people in the production. So we paint for all of them. Um, we actually do them by the trade too. So uh, we can just trade and barter off for the marketing. We, we paint and then they trade us to be on the show so it works out for everybody in the long run that's that's really great marketing the, uh, the, yeah. the way you're doing it yeah definitely taking it to the next level thank you so, yeah that's also uh, available on youtube too so if people aren't local they can check it out on youtube i believe it's under home hunter tv um, and they have the full episodes on there and then typically we'll take a clip of ours and we add that on to our own instagram um at 
at Masterhands Painting. So you can check out some of our, our, our clips from the episodes as they're airing. Awesome. And then we'll, we'll try to put the link here after when we put on, uh, you know, the episode. But, you know, um, I think I mean, we can talk about a lot of things, you know, and then everyone, the, every guest that we have here, we all have our very unique way of doing business and, and little niches. Right. So yeah. I think for you, I mean, from what I'm hearing, your advertisement and marketing, and marketing is just it's, yeah. it's, it's very strong. And, and you've and because it's so hard sometimes to actually, you know, find your way. Some people find mm -hmm. it by doing the, the work, some people Working doing well. certain things, but but you doing that marketing, um, do you really feel that that's one of your strengths or is that something that is really helping your business grow? Or Yeah. What do you um, so one thing that I've really learned and I would give the credit to this business coaching that I'm in, uh, Menace in Business, is okay. that you want to be doing or you want to look at the task that you're doing and see what is a $20 per hour task that you can give somebody else to do. Um, so typically as a business owner, the things you really want to focus on are sales and marketing. So I've really been trying to um, focus on those areas and other areas. I don't want to step in and start painting or drywalling, even though I'm pretty sure I can do a great job. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I could pay somebody else to do that while I'm doing these other things that really move mountains in my business. Um, so just being the face of my business and um, putting myself out there, making videos, um, getting these banners and stuff like these yeah, I have course. behind me. Um, these are just extras that I do to get attention. Um, and it, it really works well for us. I, I have a business degree in small business management. So oh, I've nice. learned a little bit about um, marketing and budgeting for all of that type of stuff. Um, sometimes the budget doesn't even make sense. And I just throw my wallet over the fence and it usually <laughs> all comes back. So Another marketing thing that we do that's really successful for us is we're in a magazine in a community that's nearby. Um, and we've been in that for at least 10 years as well. So some of these things I just had already in place and haven't turned off. But I would say when I first took ownership of the business, I would look at some of these expenses like, are these necessary? Should I should I turn off this magazine or should I do this and that? And I'm really thankful in the long run that I haven't. Um, because I definitely see the the return on the investment. That's great. You know, um, that that that's actually so great. And I know that we're gonna have a lot of questions about this because as as painters, you know, we we don't really see. We're, we're like you're talking about um, all this marketing and all this just relates to numbers to uh, most painters, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you said in the beginning, like, do we really need this? I mean, from where I hear from you, I mean, extreme. You're doing extremely well, and it's mainly because of these things. That's investing. So that's investing. So it's so great that we can talk about this and how you've brought that. Well, you already had that guidance in the business, but now you're taking it and following it through. I think mm -hmm. it's really what is helping. So it is so great. I think for all of our audiences and all the painters to hear this because you know. I don't, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about, it, but I don't know what kind of percentage you're spending on marketing. But for a lot of people, this may be a lot to take on. Right. Yeah, I don't have an exact percentage, unfortunately, on all my numbers no, and how good. I budgeted it exactly. But um, the way I look at it and how I've been taught is like uh, it's like a system or like a recipe. So if if you're trying to double your revenue for the year you're going to have to double something in that recipe to actually get what you're looking to make. Um, so if 
if you want to grow, your your expenses are also going to grow, and including the marketing that you have to put in. So if, if you're trying to double up on on what you're making, you have to put in twice as much to get that. You can't put in nothing and expect something to grow. Um, so that's something that I've just kind of had confidence in myself as I'm investing that I, I can make it double or, you know, something like yeah. that. And that's what we always uh, encourage everybody you know, to invest in their business, right? In this case, mm -hmm. marketing, is, it's it's pretty powerful. Right. Uh, another thing along with marketing, um, I see I see on your social media page, um, you do quite a bit of a, a wide range of services. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you think that has an advantage, you know, uh, over the competition or, or at least in your area? Definitely. Yeah. And I, I've actually been in the process of uh, expanding the services that I'm able to offer because I see that effect. Um, people really love the idea of a one-stop shop, if you right. will. So I offer drywall and stucco repairs um, and we do painting. There's a lot of other repairs as I'm on job sites that I see people need um, like roof repairs or they might need like a wall replaced or a new gate or something installed, maybe a light fixture replaced. Um, and I have handyman available for all of those things. So when I can um, sub those things out to people, it really is an advantage for the client to not have to meet with a lot of different contractors and know that they can get everything done kind of together. Um, so that way they don't like go change the door knob right after we just painted the door and now they need to repaint the door or something like that. Um, and because of that, I'm in the process of actually getting my general contractor's license. Nice. Um, so I just started that schooling about two days ago and I'm really congrats. excited for <laughs> the doors. That congrats. Yeah. Thank Gosh, you. You're, you're a you're true entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, that's awesome. See, and yeah. um it is so great to hear that. I mean, this is how, you know, this is, this is, it's the mindset, you know, that you, you are, you have. And so thankfully you had such a great, uh, you know, foundation that now mm -hmm. you are seeing all the needs and you're going after those, you know, for us that we started in the trade as painters, you know, we, we come out and we're like, uh, well, how can I do that? I'm, I still say that I'm a painter at heart, but then you get to mm -hmm. the point where like, you know, we're not a painter anymore. We're not painters anymore. And that's, right. and it is so hard for, and we, you know, we, you know, we want to be in front of most of the audience are, you know, uh, painters are, are getting started or trying to get out of that, you know, the rat race. And it's, mm -hmm. that's what you need to understand that we are not painters anymore. We, we are business owners, you know, we are entrepreneurs. We, we have to change our mindset. We have to learn different venues, just how we learn how to, paint a door now we have to understand and learn how to manage our business and right. um i really admire you taking the time and the money especially that to find a mentor to hire a coach because that's a lot of money to pay so, yep. one, one question is when do you hire your business coach or how long ago uh are you um so i started business coaching in the end of july so basically august of 2022 um, so it's been a little under a year and it honestly has changed like my whole entire life um, and how I operate my business and just my mindset. Um, since then, I've I've done way more marketing. I've got all these banners. I have giant A-frame signs. I put vehicle wraps on all my vehicles. Um, I started 
uh, heavily brand branding on social media. I did a challenge where I posted videos every single day on social media for a hundred days. Um, and that really got the ball rolling on my social media. I uh, was following a lot of people just trying to get followers back, um, but specifically in Arizona, so they're potential clients. Um, and then I actually started targeting painters because I, I love how you guys really have like this community of painters. And I, I like that idea. Um, and I've been getting a lot of really good feedback. A lot of people have asked me to be on their podcast or just cheering me on from all over. So I, I love that support and that community feel. Um, so those those are different things that I've done with the business coaching that I probably wouldn't have uh, considered before, but being able to see people who've already done things and their success in it, you can really just, just copy that because you know it's going to work and it's comparable with a lot of different businesses. Um, so they kind of teach us like to work, work on your business instead of in your oh, business. So there's a lot of things that um, I was guilty of being like a, a solopreneur, I, I have at least five painters and then different subs that I use for different things. But I was driving equipment every single day to and from the job, ordering all the paint, um, getting the ladders, getting all the supplies, doing all the estimates, taking all the phone calls and just doing wow. everything, accounts receivable, um, you name it, I was doing it, just not painting it. And it was a capacity for me that I couldn't do anything else. I was stuck in the hamster wheel kind of thing, like you would say. Yeah. Um, so that was one of my challenges, but with the business coaching, they've kind of laid it all out on paper. And was just like, you're not going to grow if you stay doing all of these things. Wearing all the hats. Um, so, yeah. So I, I got like GPS and tracking stuff on my van so I can feel nice. comfortable and get past different fears of letting people drive my vehicles. Um, so I've done that. I have an assistant now answering my phones and helping me with invoicing, learning how to do estimates with me. So just a lot of these things that um, I couldn't keep doing by myself, or if I wanted to grow, I couldn't grow by myself. I've learned to delegate out a lot more and stop trying to do everything. Um, and that's really helped me grow to where now I can have three, four jobs going at once instead of just one or two. Um, and we've been able to reach a lot better numbers that way. Man, you're you're making me you you you're you're giving me the chills right now. You know that's that's amazing to hear because I mean we've been in business for such a long time, you know, and we've struggled for so long, and that's one of the main reasons why we're doing this, why we have these podcasts because we were in that hole for so long, you know, and a lot of times it's it's ourselves you know, that really limit us from going ahead and, and moving ahead, you know, yeah. and you, uh, you know, because of your background and being around the trades and, you know, working for Sean Williams and, and having this degree, you can actually come here and implement those things, you know, but for mm -hmm. us that we don't have that background, but hearing how you're doing it, it really triggers something inside of us that says like, wow, I, I think I can do that. And all it takes sometimes is do one thing, you know, just, just pick one thing. And we say, pick one thing in your business and work on it. And once you see results, then it just triggers everything else. And you're like, Oh God, if I can do this, then now I can do the next. And like one step at a time, one step at a time, you know, we don't want to overwhelm ourselves either. Um, but from you, it's been a couple of years, you know, of, of just basically you've basically have a target and you've been able to get focused, get on it and move ahead. Right. I would say that, um, 
when you're, you're trying out different things and you achieve different goals that you have, it really increases your confidence. And that's what just gets you that momentum to keep going. Um, so there's been times where I, I wasn't this confident or I was scared to make a small investment. But once you start seeing profits in different areas, you're like, okay, that's fine. These these numbers, they don't, the numbers or the problems don't seem as big once you get bigger yourself. Um, so those are things to kind of consider. You can't have million dollar goals and then like really stress hard about a thousand dollar problem that pops up. Right. That's the wrong mindset. Um, so that's kind of been one thing that helps me just refocus when I feel that I'm stuck in a problem. Um, another thing too, is I, I have this saying where it's like, my problems are a privilege. So if if I have a problem, like today, for example, I'm trying to juggle like three different jobs and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy doesn't have a ladder there and I have to scramble to get it there. And I, I only have one van and one truck and I'm trying to juggle things. But but that's a blessing to have three jobs going at once and to worry that's about right. that instead of having my guys sit at home. Um, so when you're scaling and going through those pain points, like look at it as like, man, I, I wasn't there last year or, yes. you know, or another painter wants to be there. Good problems um, to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you just look at other painters, like I know there's bigger and cooler painters than me doing crazy. Nah, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think, <laughs> I, I, don't I don't think find that harder and cooler. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. That's hard to uh, believe. Yeah. Like, but what yeah, you don't. You don't one want to be the biggest I, one in the room. One thing that I noticed uh, last year when we met in uh, in Phoenix, there's a lot of young painters mm -hmm. over there. I remember there was a painter who started like he said like a month ago, right? Back mm -hmm. then. Um, so I'm sure you have you know a lot of young, uh, a new generation, owners, you new know? generation. So which in a way it's good, but again you're you're taking your step step up and separating yourself from the competition. Yeah, I would say it's very competitive over here. There's a lot of painters out here. Um, one of my one of my struggles, I guess, has or just like a nuisance to me is when I see that there's a lot of poor regulation and a lot of unlicensed contractors. Mm -hmm. um, so I just been big on trying to educate my clients on the difference and the benefit of using someone who is licensed and how that protects them and stuff like that. Um, but something I've just kind of had to get over and realize it's not really my my fight to fight. No, just because exactly. It's very oversaturated, um, and you just have to realize how you can present your value over others. But I think that's that's the main thing. You know, you cannot change everyone else. You cannot change mm -hmm. the industry on your own. But but you can do is start on your own. You know, separate right. yourself and and your company from from the rest and then you know become one of the best you know for the best right. at what you do see i think know? i think with all the marketing that you that you do i think if if i'm a if i'm a one of your clients i'm gonna feel better you know going with you that mm -hmm. someone else that is gonna be maybe way cheaper credibility but, you know i already know you i seen you on tv i seen you on social media you know you're everywhere so guess what we yeah we you know that's something that we talk when we had a you know when we have our, our presentations and it's something that we we show up to a job site sometimes and they're like oh hey um I seen you oh I seen this finish or they know our guys and just because they've seen them on social media and so it just right. makes them already more comfortable as opposed to you showing up to a house that they're like they don't know who are they expecting they don't know what this guy looks like they already know they they seem like they've seen him so many times and we try to be funny too on our thing so they they can see 
our our Personal. human side, you know, not just not not just uh, someone that needs to take that wants to take my money, you know. Exactly. Yeah, you really want to focus on building uh, relationships instead of just building clients. Um, and they they literally um, always repeat and come back. I have a lot of clients that are repeat clients of my dad's, and every time I, I go do an estimate and have to tell them like, hey, I'm the new owner, and my dad had passed away, and it's like they're heartbroken and they're like, oh, he was. He was like my best friend and he was so nice when he painted my house. So just building those relationships with people, like um, they'll remember you and they feel like um, they have to be loyal to you because of the relationship that you established. Um, so that's one thing that's really helped us over time is just having integrity, kind of treating people like family and just creating a good bond with our clients. Are you doing anything like specific to keep to try to retain these clients or just um yeah so we do something that's uh really cool that's a little bit different uh it's a program called send out cards um mm -hmm. so basically i have a subscription uh for about 40 dollars a month i can get 20 cards um and i can customize them online or on an app mm -hmm. um so for example i had a client that he's a repeat client of ours we painted his house quite a few times um, and I sent him a card where it was a picture of my dad painting in his garage and was like, hey, just wanted to share this memory with you. Looking forward to sharing more memories over the years. Wow. Um, and I sent that card uh, with like a box of cookies because you can attach like gifts and stuff on that app. Um, and with that, he automatically within like less than a couple of days sent me a referral for a lady who had like a seven million dollar home. Um, and then she gave me a referral for a guy who was a property manager who manages like multiple homes of that com complexity. Um, so it really does return if you if you do something different that sets you apart from the rest. You don't want all of your marketing to be all about you. You want to make it about the client because they're going to be like, what the heck? The painter just sent me this picture from my house from 2001. How did they get this or something? <laughs> right um, along with some cookies going, right <laughs> right yeah so so cookies honestly like crumble cookies or something i don't know if you guys have that where you are but yeah. they're they're very easy you can order on the app and add a little sticker that says thank you with a little note and how do you get this app for you know we don't know and for yeah any, anybody honestly, that I'm, I'm paying attention here yeah um i can i can uh send you guys a link to add on there i used to okay, be we'll an Mm -hmm. um, I'm no longer an affiliate just because I, I wasn't promoting it very often or like getting anything from it. Um, but overall, the, the subscription has done really well for me as far as sending out cards to people. Um, we use it after events, too. So, for example, if I do like a home and garden show um, and I get a lot of leads there, then I'll follow up with people. And then I also send them a card, a picture of us at the home show saying like, hey, it was great to connect with you here. Look forward to your estimate. Um, and things like that um, really catch their attention. But see, um, I mean, to me, it's just impressive, you know, everything that you do. And this is something that I, I really would like to um, focus and talk about a little bit, right, is how much you do. So a lot of us, a lot of painters, they're like, well, I, I did my job. You know, I I did well. I, I did the best job I could. And yeah, but it's but that's not it. Following you know, up, it's you know how much you, you're doing so much you know, behind closed doors that when you get to that paint, I mean, to do the painting, that's the cherry on, you know, on the top. 
But at yeah. the end of the day, it's all the all the legwork you're doing behind it. You know, it, it, it takes so much more than just doing a nice paint job, you know, and that's right. what I'm getting. And that's I really want to emphasize that on, you know, on painters to look at those things. How can you be different? How can you do something different? I mean, from like you're saying, just sending those cars, you preparing yourself, you being all over the place that is going to guarantee you a place that is not going to guarantee your neighbor or your competitor, because that guy is just waiting on the client that is going to call says, I need to paint my garage. He's going to go paint his garage and then never, never communicate with that client again. But you're not doing that. You know, you're building a relationship and building a value with them as well. Right. Yeah. I would say if someone is in that situation right now where they feel they're stuck, like, Stuck on the brush is what they would kind of say as painting and painters. Um, try to try to step away as much as you can, or even just take baby steps to step away as you're delegating things out with other painters you have uh, to work with. Um, even if it's just like setting up one day or two days a week where you refuse to paint and you go work on your business instead of in your business, um, you're never gonna step away unless you make that time to do it. It's not comfortable to be like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to trust so-and-so to do it. Yeah. Um, but they're going to probably do it at least like 80% as well as you. And you're never going to know until you try. And there's those gaps that you can kind of fix after as you're learning. Um, but if you don't you got in front away, of us. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask that question. How, what kind of, you know, what can you tell someone who's getting started or, or someone that needs to do this thing on their business? And that's exactly what you're yeah, saying right now. Best advice, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you just, even if it's just one day, let's say like every Friday or every Monday, you're focused on your books and you're, you're checking your accounts receivable, accounts payable, you're doing marketing, you know, um, once you do that and then you look at those days and you see how productive those were and how many bigger things you were moving around in your business compared to just painting, you might take more of those days to focus on that and then step away from the brush more and more. Um, because you'll see that you have more potential to be doing those other things to grow your business instead of just doing all the work. And and that's not to discredit painters at all, because my painters are awesome. They do so much for yes. me um, and for our business. They represent us and their work and their quality. Um, so that's that's not a discredit to the labor at all. But just I personally would not be able to do both. And you shouldn't have that expectation on yourself. Um to be able to execute both of them the way you want, you're going to have to choose one or the other eventually. Um, and just really delegate that time to what you're choosing to do for that day. Well, like right I now, think it, I'm not focused ahead. on certain things. I'm really focused on this podcast. I'm not <laughs> answering my phone right thank now. Thank you. Like, thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't make that time, you're not going to have opportunities to be on a podcast like this. You have to. You know what? <laughs> let me let me tell you then. Then this is going to be a challenge for our listeners and whoever uh, for our, like five listeners. Okay, um, we want to challenge you. And even in español, queremos que exactly. se tomen un día o se tomen un tiempo en la semana de quitarse del, del, de la brocha del trabajo y mirar qué pueden mejorar en su negocio un día a la semana. And en, enseguida, we would be listening to if they can tell us if, if they're doing it, how's it going for that for them? Because just like you said, if we take this little challenge and we and we follow through, it might just get us to the place that we we thought that we can't get. And just something so small triggers something in our mind that says like, well, well, 
I can do it. Okay, perfect. So yep. just happened. So this will be our challenge. Let's let's see if yep. anyone can do it. Yo, let's yo do les it. voy a decir el challenge. Uh, you mentioned earlier about the uh, posting uh, for a hundred days, right? Every yeah. day. Okay, uh -huh. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna take that challenge for, uh -oh. for 100 I can, days. I can, <laughs> I can send you the challenge. So that, that challenge was actually pretty tough. Um, that was made by my business coaches, Menace in Business, and it's called mm -hmm. the M100 challenge. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so no, send it over. We would love to share it with people. Um, it's really deep, and uh, that really helped me grow my business and myself overall. So aside from posting a video every day. Um, we had to do a lot of different things. We had to work out every day. We had to drink a gallon of water every day, hmm. um, post a video about our business every day. Okay. There was a lot of different steps. Um, can and we, that uh, was can we do a combine? Can no. he do yeah. one thing and I can no, do no, the no, other no. one? Yeah. No. <laughs> Since we're business oh. partners here? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> No, yeah, no cheating. But no honestly, <laughs> that, that's really good too because I think as business owners, we have to admit, Um, we put ourselves last a lot of times and put our business first and we don't do a lot of things we need to for ourselves. Um, so being able to be like, well, I'm going to do this video every day for my business, but I'm also going to work out and I'm also going to make sure I drink water and, and I'm not eating fast food burritos every day and stuff. Like you want to um, not only grow yourself or not only grow your business, but grow yourself and, and focus on those things too. Really, you're putting a lot, a lot of uh, challenges on us. God, you're, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, uh, <laughs> and it, 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 God, you're, you're in such a, in such a space right now that a lot of us. Uh, an inspiration. It, yeah. You know, we can, even, we try to put ourselves in that place and it, it, just like you say, it is a challenge. It's just so huge that it, it's a mental thing where we have to be ready mentally to do this you know you can mm -hmm. uh, we can have all the answers in front of us but if we don't take the time to really see inside of us and and and, and prepare ourselves for that then we can't do it you know and it's right. not just painting because it, at the end of the day painting is just something that we do you know so mm -hmm. thank you i think this is just God, uh, yeah. man, you're you're making thank, me think here. Challenges, challenges. Okay, so he's accepting that challenge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got, got that one. Judge. <laughs> I'm so excited. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you. We'll keep you posted on yeah. our challenges. We were, so we were just talking about, you know, what challenges are you facing right now in your business? Um, I would say right now, my main easiest way to describe my challenges are just reaching different capacities. Um, so as we're growing, we're reaching different points where uh, we can't do more jobs than we're already doing, or we can't based on the the painters we have or based on the amount of tools we have. So then I catch myself trying to hire more, or I've been looking into getting another van, um, different things like that to get past those capacities. Having an assistant has really helped me a lot with being able to answer my phone because I feel guilty if I don't do a certain step, but you can't do everything all at once. Um, so that's just been a challenge is uh, finding the capacities and then overcoming them instead of just staying in that position. Um, so that's kind of been one thing I'm working on. Nice. You know, I was just, I was just listening to a book. Have you ever heard uh, it's a traction? It's traction. Yeah. Traction, the book traction. Uh-uh. No. God, traction you got to listen to this book and uh, basically there it just talks about you know we got to reach our ceilings and if we're not reaching our ceilings all the time then we're not growing and exactly. honestly um, we were just at the expo 
for PCA and um, uh, Chris Elliott, right? Yeah, Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott um, put on a show or <laughs> I mean a, a presentation about this book, but the way he breaks it down, God, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's just basically us understanding that we need to reach these tops and then that is going to take us to the next step and just keep going. And But we keep building these systems that are going to get us there. Right. So that's that's why I just came came to my mind. So we'll we'll add a link to the yeah to we'll the add a link traction to by Gino Wakeman, um no on the podcast you get yeah you you have to listen to this book I understand it's it's just it's it helps a lot um before we you know went through all this stuff here I wanted to ask you something you know um talk about talk about challenges talk right? about challenges like what do you think like is there a challenge for you or, or has it been for you being you know being in such a dominant a men dominant you know trade and industry you know being uh, a woman yourself how does that work or doesn't work for you um so in the beginning i thought it would be very hard because i'm a woman and i would kind of look at it as a challenge but now I see that I have actually a lot of advantages over you guys. No offense. And a lot nice. of guys. No, that's great to understand that. So as far as like details, I'm very detail oriented. I do all the quality control and um, kind of make sure that everything is really up to our standard. And I think the clients really love that idea. Um, even working with like general contractors and stuff, they're just like so excited that a girl's going to come and judge all the work and make sure it's done right. Um, nice. So that's kind of an advantage of uh, for me. And then just like organization skills and customer communication and stuff like that. I feel like um, a lot of women do a lot of sales and different things. So I kind of have um, that positive part going for me. And then just being the face of the business and being a woman kind of helps get a lot of attention. Um, so I'm just using it to my advantage. In the beginning, I... I was a little bit cautious because I'm around a lot of men. So I didn't want to be looked at like, oh, just this bimbo pretty girl here at the job site. She doesn't know what she's talking about. So it kind of would just like always come like a scrub, you know, like some sweatpants and a sweater and just like, hey, I'm here to run the job. I didn't want to be a distraction. But now I realize like if I get dressed up and try to be cute, like it gets there a lot of it uh, for my business that a lot of people you mean business. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So being female owned um, and just kind of promoting that, it's actually gotten me a lot of business people. I go to an estimate and before I've even given them price, they're like, well, when can I book? Um, I want to book with you or we offer different services. They might have someone already doing that. Um, and they'll be like, well, actually, I want to switch over to you, though, because you're female owned. I already have this and that, but I want you to do it instead. Um, so that's been really something that's really cool to see the support and that people actually love it. Um, in the beginning, I thought, oh, well, I can't I can't lift all the paint or I can't lift the sprayer that those are little challenges I have. But mm -hmm. I kind of overcome it and I'm like, OK, I can lift the five of paint. I'm not that weak and I, I can lift the ladder. I can I'm still working on being able to lift the sprayers. But instead of uh, focusing on how do I do these things, it's like who can do these things for me? Um, so I just mm. I hire guys to move the heavy stuff for me. That's <laughs> exactly. I, See, I, I like that. See, it's like. It's like, if you can't do it, you're going to hire the right person to do it, right? To do it for yeah. you. And that's, uh -huh. in so business, that's a mentality. How, yeah, instead of how, how, there's a book, I haven't read it yet, but just the saying alone has helped me get a lot, past a lot of things. It's not how, it's who. 
Um, mm-hmm. So instead of trying to think, well, how can I lift this sprayer? I literally was looking into getting ramps on my van so I can load up my sprayers easier, or the power washers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I just have another guy drive the van and go load it up himself. That's instead right. of buying a $3,000 ramp, I just pay a guy to do it. <laughs> You're the brains of the operations. You're not the muscle. Exactly. Right? There you go. That's okay. But see, but that's it, it's so amazing that you're able to see that because that, that's mm-hmm. what it takes. That we go back to mindset, you know, it's understanding your strengths, understanding what you need to do in order to build that business. So that that, that is just like I said, you are ahead of the game. And um, and that is something true. You know, if we reach out to any uh female-owned um uh businesses, uh, mm-hmm. we've been hearing that a lot more now. And it's great because we want the industry to be diverse. You know, it's mm-hmm. this is not because, you know, you're a man, you can do the painting. No, I mean, we can all run a business, you know, it doesn't right. matter the gender or anything in specific. Yeah, so and I that, actually that, got a girl added onto my team as a painter too. So I'm excited nice. to start hiring more girls. Um, I have an assistant, so we go do like estimates together and just oh, seeing nice. like the two of us girls running things, it really gets people excited. And then when the job starts and there's a girl on the crew too, they just feel yeah. like, oh, someone's looking over these boys here. And making sure they're <laughs> yeah. clean and stuff. We're that very clean true. on our job sites. And that's one thing we get a lot of compliments for. I know construction can be really dirty and stuff like that, but like not on my job sites. We don't leave the trash everywhere. They don't leave I their like drinks that. and their food everywhere um one book because i know in the questions you guys had sent over before was like what book would i recommend or has worked for me um and i read a book called the power of one more by ed mylett um and in that that book some of my takeaways were that uh he goes above and beyond in everything that he does so when you think that you're doing enough or when you think you're clean enough or when you think you've done enough with your customer service um do more so when you think it's enough, it's not. And if you do a little bit more than what you thought was good, then you're just going to be above average. You're going to show you're going above and beyond. Um, and when you do that with everything, you'll see it's like a, a compounding reaction where it's going to build up where, oh, this person gave me a, a second call back and they followed up more than the other painter or they cleaned their mess before every day before they left. And that made them customer more comfortable Um, Another takeaway from his book is that he tries to do three days in one day. So he splits up his day in three segments um, and he'll basically refocus as he's getting into the different segments. So he'll have like a to-do list for his day, but instead of trying to finish that within the 24 hours, he'll do that within like the eight hours. Um, And then after that, he'll make time for something else, um, whether that's like do a whole bunch of work the first part of the day. And then in the middle of the day, you stop what you're doing, maybe go have lunch with your family and like do something for yourself. And then after that, you come home and you, I don't know, clean or do something. Um, But just having uh, your day segmented out and trying to like overachieve in every area, whether you're cramming something in half your day or trying to do twice as much, um, you'll move faster and people will see you're going above and beyond and doing extra than the people around you. Um, so that's been a really good uh, takeaway for me as far as just being like an overachiever and how it'll benefit you. Wow. Very I'm, disciplined. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, there's there's going to, we are there, there's going to be a lot of guys here 
and hopefully ladies that are gonna be like wow i need to the, start the, following the pressure Brittany because the pressure is on you know it's just yeah. you are you are so ahead of the curve you know you're um it, it's so amazing to hear this you know the circumstances how you ended up in the business uh, we talk about how most painters never say oh hey i want to be a painter when i grow up most of us just mm -hmm. stumbled into this uh you know this industry and that's the majority of us i think one way or another we do but it's so amazing to hear how you have been able to you know say hey this is what i got you know to do and let me see how i can do the best and i think mm -hmm. you're doing just an amazing job at that and you are going to be Definitely. and are being the inspiration for your group and are going to be an inspiration for a lot of people you know throughout the country because what we've learned is that social media and being able to connect really gets us out there and it's not that we're trying to work at every state but it's just the community the knowledge that we get from everyone it, it, it makes us humble to understand how everyone has their own unique challenges you know mm -hmm. and so so great to hear that um so we're kind of got to be conscious about our time i god we can talk about and oh, so yeah. every time we keep saying we're doing these things um oh before we go you mentioned you actually starting a uh, podcast yourself yeah you tell us so, just real quick about that yeah so my podcast is called the contractor connections um and i've only done one episode so far so that'll be on pod on podcasted on spotify here soon um, so I'm excited for that. I'll send you guys the link as soon as yes, possible. Um, and then I'd love to have you guys on our on our podcast as well. So that way we can kind of pick your brain and see all your experience and just share that with the world too. Awesome. No, like I said, we, we definitely will. See, and this this is how we're creating that, you know, those relationships. That's how we're creating this network. That's how we, you know, we talk about elevating the, our the industry, industry yeah. you know? So now this is how we are going to do that. So thank you so much for you to do that. Um, I guess uh, we're talking about how can we, you know, finish a podcast. It's very, it's, it's hard. But for us, what we find out is just something there's something that you would like to say, you know, to our audience, like something that you feel that you like to communicate, what would that be at this point? Um, don't play small. Don't play ah. small. Yeah, you got to go try. Go big or go home, right? Yeah, go big or go home. Um, look at the people that are in your industry and what they're doing um, and try to be kind of growing beyond that. Um, don't don't be stuck in the hamster wheel if you're not getting any changes then you probably need to change something. Otherwise, you're just going to be doing the same thing over and over. Um, so just if if you're unhappy where you're at, like don't play small and do big things to get big things. Awesome. God. I mean, I, I got to like tell you, you um, you're you're amazing. Um, thank you so much, Brittany, for being with us. Um, best of luck with your podcast. Best of luck with everything that you're doing. I, I You're not going to need it. Uh, you're just a very bright, smart young lady here and um we're definitely going to be you know following you close anything that we can help with and i know we're going to be here communicating i definitely can't wait to hear the podcast and uh, we'll be seeing each other soon well thank, thank you, you so much thank Brittany. you, thank you so, so much, much Brittany. Brittany. have a great Enjoy day thank you for listening don't Bye -bye. forget to follow uh, master hands painting oh definitely yes. we definitely will link thank you thank you, thank you. good day